Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Today, uh, I, w- I want to just uh, share uh, something with you um, along your way um, to wherever it is you're trying to get to. You know, um, every, everybody has a different definition for success. And I'm not I'm not here to tell you what yours should be. I mean, please pursue whatever you think success is. Aim as high as you can, though. Uh, that's for sure. My father used to say all the time, I'm sure you all have heard it in different variations, but he used to always say, aim for the moon just in case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. He'd say that to me all the time. So that always was in me to aim high. Now, he wasn't saying aim with the intent to miss. He was just saying aim in case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. If you aim for the moon, but if you just aim for that first floor window and you miss it, you know, usually run into some type of wall and, and nothing happens. You slither down. You know, in my book, uh, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, I told uh, people that men love three ways. They profess, they provide, they protect. And that's the core essence of a man's love. Well, there's some other P's in life, too. The number one thing you have to understand about trying to be successful, and I guess I'll call this the four P's. I may come up with five along the way. I don't know. I'm just talking as it's given to me, so. I'm going to start by saying that these are the four P's of uh, success that you have to get ready for. Number one is pressure. 
a lot of it is applied by the circumstance of what you're trying to go for and what you're trying to do. But a lot of it also is self-imposed pressure. It's, it's what you put on yourself to make it. It's, it's a sense of urgency. It's, it's a sense of necessity. But pressure is the first thing I want you to be ready for. And pressure comes in a lot of different forms. But it's going to be pressure. There's an old saying that pressure busts a pipe. See, that's why most people turn around. Because of the pressure of trying to be successful. I want you to get it in your mind that it is going to be a pressurized situation on your rise to the top. Pressure. But understand that that is what it is. Is not going to change. That's it. Prepare yourself. Get ready for there to be pressure. The second thing I want you to understand is when you receive this pressure, you have to persist. You got to stay at it. You got to develop a doggedness. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a song out that says, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. That's a funny line in that song because really I was thinking about it one day. I was humming it and and, and, it, and it occurred to me, said, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. And, you know, now you could take it in the literal sense that a cat chases the dog because it's innately it's in his spirit that cats and dogs are a lot of times enemies. Now, people have pets and have proven that if you show love on both sides, they can exist, and that happens too. But naturally, innately, when your cat goes by a dog and your dog don't recognize him, there's some barking going on. I'm talking about just walking through the neighborhood or something. So, But the reason that this dog is so persistent towards this cat is just because it's in him. It's innately in him. And what I'm saying to you, just using that as an analogy, is that you got to be, you got to be persistent in that you got to develop some dog in you now because pressure takes some fighting back. See, if you don't fight back against pressure, pressure busts a pipe. So what you think it'll do to you? Pressure crack walls. Pressure causes explosions. So if you don't fight back to hold it in, you understand? Pressure does most people in. The simple thing called pressure. The, the weight of what it feels like to want to be successful every single day, over and over and over and over and over. It's just too much pressure. People crack. You got to persist. You have to persist. You can, the thought of giving up can come but you got to get it out. You got to persist. The next thing I want you to think about is another something that I've been thinking about for years and learned for years. It's called perseverance. To persist means to, to, to insist. Key word in, insist, in persist is insist. You must, you must insist that this is going to happen. Now, the, the persist, I'm assuming, means it's a proaction. It's some type of proaction that you go towards it to make it 
you know, persist. You got to be persistent. You got to be constantly at it, insisting that it happens. You got to be constantly at it. But the next thing I want you to remember is perseverance. Perseverance is important. Perseverance means that when you've done your best, when you've persisted, when you're fighting back against the pressure, perseverance simply means I'm going to hang in here. If a crack come in the pipe, I'm going to hang in there. If the pipe bust, I'm going to keep going. If I got to put duct tape, mud, whatever I got to put on this thing, man, I'm going to use perseverance. I'm going to stay with it no matter what. So we looking at the three things again. You got to understand that it's going to be pressure, that you're going to have to persist. Keyword in persist is insist. You have to insist that no matter what the pressure is, I'm going to stay with it. But then perseverance, if it goes wrong, man, you got to get in there and keep fighting. But then Lord have mercy. Nothing helps you handle the three P's better than the fourth P. You got to pray. You got to use prayer. You got to talk to God. You got to use faith. You got to have some conferences with him late at night, early in the morning, in the middle of the afternoon, when you're on the train, when you're driving. You got to talk to God, man. You got to get yourself some help along the way. Nothing is bigger than prayer. There is nothing bigger than prayer. Prayer will help you overcome the pressure. Prayer will help you stay persistent. And Lord have mercy, prayer will help you persevere. Them is the four Ps. That just came to me today. God gave that to me. I'm passing it on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is upon us. It is a really, really good show, man. Uh, Let me tell you the objective here every day. Uh, First of all, we try to enlighten people just to make your day brighter. And then we try to entertain, man. Mm -hmm. We just believe that to get your day started, you you ought to draw a little entertainment. You ought to do a little couple laughs, man. Just get something on your head. It's enough news out there. We're not CNN. We're not H HLN. We're not finna be all that. You want the news? Cut the news on. We got some news for you. We try to be informative. We keep you abreast to the major issues. But we really, man, want you to enjoy yourself before you get into that damn job. Yes, <laughs> That is our man. mission. Man, man entertain, mm-hmm. empower, enlighten, keyword entertain. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Hello, Steve. Hello. That's the part of the en- enlightening part of the show. <laughs> Carla Pharrell. Good morning, sir. What's up, crew? This is a part of the information section of the show that provides <laughs> us with stories and content. And now, after we've enlightened you and we've empowered you with some knowledge, Ladies and gentlemen, we start with what we were born to do. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, low-level ignorance kill Junior Spade. Hell, I just got in here. Let me put my bag down. <laughs> <laughs> See that right there? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, high-level stupidity mm. and ignorance, nephew Tommy. That's right. That's right. Uh, this department I control is called the stupid department. 
We on the sixth floor. 620 is my office. Stupid yeah. department. Yeah, that's what I bring. And last but not least, OKC. <laughs> <laughs> OKC. Original. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. King. 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 And uh, we're getting ready, man. We're trying to put together some stuff. We've got a couple surprises. But next year, uh, 2020, will mark the 20th anniversary of the original Kings of Comedy, the movie. Mm-hmm. Crazy so 20 We're going to try to do something special. And the original Steve Harvey Morning Show. For it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Congratulations, Steve. Go ahead, huh? That's awesome. Yep. So mm-hmm. we're going to see who wants to do some business with us. And it's Just throwing life. it out there. Yeah. Year. It's a big year. I've talked to uh, Sid. I've talked to DL. I've talked to Walter Latham. Mm-hmm. We all on the same page. We want to do something great. You ain't talked to me about nothing. <laughs> no, no, we didn't. Okay. You want no, me to call didn't. Sid and DL and see what? No, no, <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to. Okay. Steve? Yeah. No? Is that a no? So see. No, we, why, why, why is he in this show? I ain't <laughs> seen him in the movie. <laughs> mm, hello. Well, I mean, Bing, 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 Bing. I was on the side of the curtain when he walked out there. I'm All right, we, we have to move on. You did on a that good note. job. <laughs> Coming up at 32 after the hour, you know, we're going to talk about biggest regrets. What are our biggest regrets? Oh, my God. Okay, okay. think about that. And uh, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, you know, some people regret getting married. Mm-hmm. A lot of people uh, say that. Some people regret divorce. Okay. Some people regret nope. leaving a job. Nope. <laughs> I said some people. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're not using any names here. Yeah, well, uh, just in case you looked over here. Uh, some people regret leaving a job or cheating, uh, not saving enough money, not going to college. It goes on and on and on. You know, I regret, regret cheating if you have. get caught. Sure. Then you regret it. You don't make regrets while they're doing it. You know. Oh. You don't put conditions on oh, the cheating okay. regret. Glad you cleared that up, wow. <laughs> married you man. You don't regret it unless you're caught. But <laughs> when you get away with you, do it again. You know? Steve, Steve's only saying Ooh. wow. He's not saying you're wrong. Mm. No, that's not saying wow. But he be saying I, it. But the fact that he's saying it. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> all right, well, Tom Joyner, we all know Tom Joyner. Tom Joyner was on a panel at the National Association of Black Journalists Conference, moderated by Roland Martin. And Tom said one of his biggest regrets, Steve, was not working with you. Take a listen. Uh, I've got a couple of regrets. <laughs> we had the opportunity to put Steve mm. under the umbrella. Uh, yep. And um, egos got in the way. And we weren't that far apart on money. It was all egos. And and Steve, um, we were gonna, we were gonna, Steve was gonna come under the reach umbrella and we were gonna do a, uh, a twin tower uh, kind of uh, strategy where it would be me in, the, me in the mornings and Steve in the afternoons. Egos got in the way. That deal didn't happen. Uh, no, it didn't. Wow. Oh, man. That was wow. humbling. That was, that was transparent. That's uh, What happened, Steve? That, that, that's a, wow. That's a true statement, though. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. 
It was. It was egos got in the way, and and I, and I don't think it was on Tom's part. I really don't. I think it was on uh, uh, partnerships' fault, you know, because I think uh, Tom and I had talked about it, and it was an idea that Tom brought to me, and uh, I thought it was a good idea. And as we got to talking about it, like he said, I think egos got in the way. I don't. It, I don't think it was Tom at all, because it was Tom's original idea. And uh, I think it, it, we were really talking about forming a powerhouse. And uh, I think egos did get in the way. I think people started talking about, you know, we don't need him, and you know, he'll never. Meaning you? I, Meaning you? Oh yeah, I remember somebody from that side said in a roundabout way, and it got to me. Who, 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 you, who on that side? You don't know, let don't, me know this know. It, This is about it, Tommy. You don't it, know, let me know who says it, something. It wasn't Tom. <laughs> Be quiet. Okay. Okay. It wasn't Tom, because I think this was original idea. I think, I really do think Tom had came up with the original idea when we were talking about it. But I think what happened was somebody on that side kind of got word out that, you know, we don't need him, and let him go. There's nowhere him to go in mornings anyway. So we ain't got to put up with this and we ain't got to pay that, you know. And like Tom said, you know, the money wasn't that far apart. You know, he's trying to work it out. But, you know, it took some more negotiating. But just some people up top started talking and it kind of got back. And, you know, then egos go, well, you know, he can't do this in the mornings. And then. uh Wow, you know, Steve. Yes, I and can. But, you know, I'll, I'll say this because I've heard of Tom talking about retiring. But Tom Joyner, man, on the real, one of the great radio men. Absolutely. In African-American radio. And matter of fact, in all of radio. Tom Joyner was doing it before any of us got started. The fly job, baby. Uh, he, did it at a, he did it in a way that none of us would ever even dream Ooh, yeah. of doing. He used to and, do uh, mornings and afternoons himself from Dallas I mean, to Chicago, flying. Yeah, I mean, he was a bad boy. <laughs> so, job. you know, the, the, uh, a, a lot of props have to go to uh, him being the giant that he became in radio. And it's one of the reasons I got into radio, to be honest. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that. Man. Yeah, I'm glad I, to really hear yeah, you say that. And, and we never knew this story, no, actually. We never knew this story. Yeah. And, so to hear that. But, Steve, you have any regrets? I mean, Tom talked about regrets, and I guess because he's retiring, mm-hmm. you know, any and, and it doesn't have to be with that particular deal or that partnership. Just what are some of your biggest regrets? <sighs> Do we have time? (laughs) Yeah, that was like, how much time do we have? Yeah. Yeah. Man, let me think. Let let me hold on. I think all of us can do that. Let let me. Let me think for real. But then you know, sometimes people say they don't have any regrets because if they do, then they wouldn't be the person they are today. So there are two schools of thought uh, on the regret. But you'd have done something you regret, though. Come on. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, look, I understand that, you know, that that statement does hold true, that if you hadn't done everything you did in the order that you did it, you wouldn't be who you are today. And and I definitely right. adhere to that. But I'm right. telling you, though, man, I, I have regrets, man. I regret uh, one of the first regrets I had was the disappointment that I provided my mother and father, man. I really... Oh. Really disappointed them, man, a couple of times in life. It was just so disheartening, man. I lost 
$5,000 of my father's one time. Mm. And uh, man, that almost, that that ripped his heart out and my heart out. You know, I saw how hurt he was when I lost his $5,000. It was all he had. Mm-hmm. And he gave it to me on the loan to buy a carpet cleaning machine. Oh my goodness. Wow. And uh, I lost it because I couldn't make the bill. And so he got tired of the bank calling, so he relinquished his CD. I lost $5,000 my father. That's one of my great regrets. Oh, yeah. And I spent the rest of my life trying to make, make it up it to up. him. I paid him a lot more than 5000 back. <laughs> I bet you did. All right, Steve, we'll hold it right there. Uh, I think everyone has a regret. We'll find out what Tommy's regret is, what Junior's regret is, Carla's and mine. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, before we went on break, Steve, we were talking about uh, the fact that um, Tom Joyner uh, one of our colleagues and friend had said that uh, one of his biggest regrets was not going into a deal with you at one time. He said that it was almost done. Money wasn't even the problem, but uh, egos got in the way. And he didn't even mean yours, your ego or his ego. He just meant some egos got in the way. And then right. we went on from there to ask you what was one of your biggest regrets. And boy, you told us uh, yeah. Ooh, a heart-wrenching story I mean, about... You know, I, yeah. I disappointed my father and my mother, man. That was one of my great hurts. I think... Um, I don't know, man. I've, I've had a bunch of things I wished I had not done. You know, I wish, man, I had paid attention to my mother sooner mm. about a relationship with God. I really do, man. I, I could have saved myself uh, uh, so much pain. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness, man. Have I done a number on myself by not adhering to that? But then we get right back to the fact that had I not gone through what I went through, I wouldn't be able to have the testimony that I have today. So, you know, it's, it's tough when you got to deal with regrets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it really is. It's, it's heavy. It really is. And you'll end up yeah. beating yourself up over yeah, something that I mean. you really can't change. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. I mean, like you said, you spent the rest of your life trying to make it make it up to him. And and your intentions were great and I'm sure you did and I'm sure he forgave you, but you never forgave yourself. No. Yeah. And that's oh, he the forgot all about it. Yeah. <laughs> boy, that boy sends so much it. money to this house. <laughs> I remember about that little 5G, huh? What 5, I, uh-huh. I remember my mama sent my daddy out to L.A. when I was on uh, Me and the Boys because mm-hmm. I was sending money to the house. My mama said, Slick, go out there and see what that boy done got himself into. Because <laughs> ain't no way in the world you telling jokes and making this kind of money, sending us all this money every week. Uh-huh. And my daddy flew out there. She said, he said, son, that talk to me. What you done got yourself into is you hustling or you doing something like that? You oh, in wow. them streets? Well, what you doing? Mm-hmm. I said, no, I took him to the show and everything. Then I showed him my paycheck stuff. He Ooh. said... No, you can't say what you see. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. I can't even Not fix if you want to stay on. Boy, if you don't get the blank. What? <laughs> you got to be bull. No. <laughs> can't say it. You make that every week? <laughs> yes, sir. Boy, look at him. Mm. Boy, there's more money I make in a year. Mm. They pay you this every week. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> That was it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Man. 
What about uh, y'all? Big well, regrets. My, you know what, Steve? My biggest regret, if, regret, if I'm honest, is because I didn't finish college. If I didn't go my whole four years, that's my biggest regret. And I always wanted to do that before my mom, <clears throat> my mom passed away. And I, I uh, started going back to school, and I, I still, you know, haven't finished. But that was my biggest regret that I didn't finish my, wow. yeah, my four-year degree. That was that's my biggest, biggest regret. I, I yeah. mean, I still mm. have time to do it, but that is my biggest regret. It is. I mean, you know, I, Shirley, I wanted to be deep. in radio so badly. I really did. And I got the opportunity to be in radio while I was in school, so I dropped out and took a radio job, and from there it just, yeah. you know, exploded. And that's, still did good. That, that's what happened, <laughs> I, you know. But still, you know, you talk about regrets. That's my yeah. big, that is that's my hers. biggest Honestly. regret in life. Yeah, that well, really is. Shirley, I, fl- I flunked out of school. I ain't <laughs> thought about it three times. <laughs> <laughs> we always try was... to make people feel better. Yeah, <laughs> right. But you know, I was her firstborn. I wanted to make her proud and everything and uh-huh. I, I think yeah. I eventually I did that but that you know that's my one like regret regret yeah. that is my biggest yeah. regret what know? about you Carla I think my biggest regret is my mother when you know just growing up you know I was raised by my mom she encouraged me to try to have a better relationship with my father but I was very very angry mm. at my wow. dad wow. for a long time you know what I mean and right just thought my dad was trifling or you know what we go through you know the issues that I had with my father and then when my father passed away it you know my mom passed away first but when my father passed away I kind of you know when I went to his funeral and I spoke it was like dang I wish I had done you know, got to know wow. my dad a little bit better. And it wasn't yeah. that long ago, too, Carla, that your your dad passed away. Yeah, he passed yeah. away. My mom passed away in 2004, mm-hmm. and my dad passed away 10 years later, 2014. Yeah. So, wow. Wow. Yeah. This is, but I have a close... Re- but you know what? But you know what came from that, though? I have a very, very close relationship now. Closer. I've always was close to my aunt, my dad's sister. Mm-hmm. She lives in L.A. Surely oh, yeah, knows. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh-huh. my aunt. Mm-hmm. So we are, that's my girl now. And right. We are so close. And she's teaching me so much about my dad's family. And guess what, guys? My dad set me up. When he died, I'm talking Checks were coming in from my dad, see? and see? I had no really? look at God. Mm-hmm. Look at God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Wow. yep. So wow. that, that's my regret that the anger and trying, yeah. you know, just to get to know my dad. But I know my mother always wow. tried to encourage that. Did I mention I was always in gifted and talented classes through school too? So there was no excuse for me <laughs> not to finish. <laughs> that was no yeah. excuse. I forgot to mention that. Part. Only, only I one was, regret. I was never in the damn <laughs> gifted class. Was, I just, was. Let, did I mention that? <laughs> I just forgot to mention that. <laughs> did I, Shirley? This is a true story. Light. <laughs> Do you know they accidentally put me in special ed class uh-huh. for three weeks? They had got some paperwork mixed up. I was down there raising my hand every time the teacher asked something. You knew you were smart. I knew everything. (laughs) Pop quizzes, eight. Test, eight. Group leader, reading group leader. Man, I'm the smartest boy. My teacher went down there in the office and said, I think we made a mistake. (laughs) 
<laughs> this boy does not appear to be special ed. They came to my room and told me to come down and go to room 406. Uh-huh. I went, what What is we going down here for? <laughs> I'm getting all A's. You don't even understand. Four plus four, eight. Oh, you liked it down there. You liked it oh, down God. there. Fifth grade, Shirley. Fifth grade, <laughs> 10 times 10, 100. You got it. Got it. Ask something else. Junior, what, what's your biggest regret, <laughs> Junior? Junior nephew. Uh-huh. <laughs> my biggest regret, I think, is my grandmother not here to see me today. Mm. Mm. Because she didn't believe. Oh, she didn't wow. believe you? No. Uh-huh. No, and I just wanted to show that I'm not making a mistake. I mm. know there's something different about me. Uh-huh. And this is what I'm born to do. Mm-hmm. And oh, I wish, as far as you yeah. being a comedian, because I remember uh-huh. when I came in the house, when I first started, she said, "How much we make this week, Mister Comedian? <laughs> Thirty-five dollars. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Hold a dough. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to see me today. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh-huh. Junior. Yeah. yeah. Can mm. I tell you something? What's up? She see you. Mm. Yeah. That's yep. the good thing. She see you, man. All right, look. We come back. We gonna hear from the food. We have to. <laughs> we have to. All right. Biggest regrets when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, wow. This morning turned interesting. Took an interesting turn. We're talking about our biggest regrets on the morning show. Um, everyone has something yeah. they regret. They wish they had done different or better or not at all. And uh, we've all been pouring out our hearts, basically, about what our biggest regrets are. And uh, we've heard from everyone. And uh, so now I just tell everyone, you know, hold on, because it's time for the stop, nephew. Stop, stop. <laughs> and we want to find out, nephew, what's your biggest regret? My biggest regret is one for uh, Tommy. Yes. How you going to have a regret for him? <laughs> what is it? I think his biggest regret. <laughs> come, on, come on, come on. Come on, say what I think it yes, was. Yes, say it. Uh-huh, that he... I think one of his biggest regrets yes. was not being as tall. I knew it! I knew it! I'm pretty sure. <laughs> He can look back on his life for all his short ass memories. <laughs> little feet and small hands. And, you know, little ass G.I. Joe clothes he been wearing. He had no control like. over that, Steve. <laughs> I know, that's how I know that's one of his biggest regrets because he wished he could have controlled it. And I just want to put that out there for Tommy because I know where he's fitting to go. I said, okay. Yeah. So, Let me speak you know, for him, because you yeah. had some on Let your list. Let me go lighten the load up, take, <laughs> take this off my dog. You know, I don't yeah. want him down there hurting too bad, you know, because of, man, yeah. I listen. Oh, Tommy, but, yeah. you know, it's a, it's, 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 a, it's a thing, man, when you uh, when you talk about regrets, and because, mm-hmm. like we all know, you can't redo any of it. Nope. No. No, no. And if it had not happened in the exact order that it did, none of us would be who we are. And it is these That's regrets true. that Make that us. tie us to a humbleness, uh-huh. that tie us to a hunger, uh-huh. that tie us to a memory that causes us to be better for it. All of these regrets that we've expressed, the memory of these regrets has caused us to change and become better people. Mm-hmm. Yes. All of them. Yeah. And, and that's why people, some people say they have no regrets. You no, know? because you got to get it mm-hmm. in that. You, it all had to happen, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. you 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 yeah. you had to leave school. You you had to not 
give your father a chance. You had to, your grandmother had to not see you make it for you to really get that. Tommy dealing with his father, the loss of his father. It, But his father made him who he is today. Yep. Yes, sir. Yep, yep. Yes, without sir. without Tommy's father, he ain't the dude he is today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All them ass whoopers, mm-hmm. them checks and balances, them, <laughs> yeah. them, them tough-ass moments, man. They, yes. they click for a cat. Yeah. Yep. You know, I think I thank God for all these ass whoopings. Oh, yeah, Every man. last one. The ones man. I thought I unfairly got. Yeah. Unfairly. Yeah. Yes, because Steve. guess what? That teaches you to understand that life ain't yes. always it's fair. It's not always true. Sometimes yeah. it's just funky, man. But yeah. get up and get on with it. All right, yep. Steve. Uh, we're in a good place, but we got to move on. Keep the show moving. Uh, time for Miss Ann. Ooh, Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. Good morning. And yes, we do have our regrets, but they do make us better. This is Antrip with the news. President Trump has called off plans, uh, planned talks with the Taliban, and some Middle East observers say there might be another wave of violence because of it in Afghanistan, at least as a result. But Trump said he had to cancel. Camp David would have been a good place, but I don't want to meet under circumstances where they go around and try and make themselves a little bit more important by killing a soldier, by killing actually also a great NATO soldier, in addition to our soldier, and also a total of 12 people. I don't want that. It might also have been inconvenient because it was supposed to take place this week, September 11th, around that time. So that might have also not had a good look to it. The Taliban was supposedly finalizing a deal with the U.S. to close 18 years of fighting. No word now uh, when or if the talks will resume. 50 state attorneys general have uh, launched an investigation to Google to see if Google's been acting like a monopoly. In other words, too good at squashing its opponents. Thousands of Bahamians are now on U.S. soil after being evacuated from the devastation left by Hurricane Dorian. Meanwhile, Bahamian officials say there is no clean drinking water or electricity and only one functioning ambulance on Grand Bahama Island. USAID Administrator Mark Green says it's tremendous suffering and devastation. There are parts of Abaco and the Bahamas that don't show a great deal of damage. And then there are clusters and communities that were devastated almost as though nuclear bombs were dropped on them. Green says that USAID has sent about $3 million to the islands to help provide clean water, sanitation, and emergency shelters, and communities in South Florida are trying to help also. Dorian took a slap at Canada on Sunday, heading out to sea, where it's expected to fizzle out today. A federal judge in California has reinstated his nationwide injunction against a new Trump administration policy that denies asylum to migrants who arrive at our southern border after traveling through a third country. Trump officials want to deny asylum to people from Central America and elsewhere who pass through other countries, in other words, without asking for protection in those countries before coming to the United States. American Civil, the American Civil Liberties Union, ACLU, is praising the judge's injunction, is praising that he's stopping that. The U.S. Coast Guard began pulling trapped crew members out of a Chicago ship that capsized off the Georgia coast on Sunday and caught fire. As of yesterday, 20 people had been rescued from that sinking vessel. In Chicago, this is a sad one, a horrible one. Jury selection, though, does begin this week in the murder trial for two of the three men charged with the deliberate murder of a nine-year-old boy, the nine-year-old son of a purported gang member in 2015, an attack that prosecutors say was meant to send a message to the father. They killed, they say, his nine-year-old child. The killing of Tyshawn Lee shocked and disgusted the community in Chicago. Authorities say the fourth grader was actually lured away from a playground and into an alley, but he was shot and killed. Again, jury selection begins this week in that case. 
former uh, former um, strongman, South uh, Zimbabwe strongman Mugabe, Robert, Robert Mugabe, he's being. Um, He's going to be funeralized this week on Sunday, actually. He died in Singapore. His body due back in Zimbabwe tomorrow. Today, National Try It Look Day. So you vote, okay? And now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, President Trump took to Twitter to bash uh, justice for all uh, for not giving him and the Republicans credit for passing the First Step Act. Uh, When all of the people pushing so hard for criminal justice reform were unable to come even close to getting it done, they came to me as a group and asked for my help, he wrote. After bragging about getting it done and saying that President Barack Obama couldn't come close, then he started in on John Legend. Guys like boring music uh, musician John Legend and his filthy mouth wife are talking now about how great it is, but I didn't see them around when we needed help getting it passed. Are you kidding me? (laughs) This is from the president of the United States. Uh, Then I hate to tell you this, then your last six buildings. Yeah, well, they they mostly was bankrupt, wasn't they? But John Legend. I'm I'm going to just tell you the truth now. John Legend has made money, man. And he's a great musician. Very, very successful. Yeah. Yeah. He's an activist. Yes. Right. right. And that's the issue. but But the fact that the president of the United States has time. And how do you say something negative about his wife? Come on, We're not dude. Gonna talk about how wife. low can you go? But you know Chrissy Teigen now. She's not gonna let yes. that stand. Come she on. will clap back. Uh, she clapped back at the president. She tweeted, "LOL, what a blank, blank B word." <laughs> Tagged everyone but me. And honor, Mr. President. She went in. Yeah, she well, did. I mean, since she wanted nasty mouth, here it is. Yeah. yeah now, this is according yeah. to TMZ. Trump blocked Chrissy Teigen on Twitter back in 2017. The federal appeals court has since ruled Trump can't block people from his official Twitter account, but it's unclear if he has un- unblocked Chrissy. John Legend posted a message to uh, Melania Trump to basically come get her man and give him the attention and praise he's so desperately craving. <laughs> wow. wow. Well, see, see right now? Yeah. Of course, because see, what you don't do is you can't come for a cat's wife now. No. no. But you know, man, this president, did you hear this stuff? He don't want the bohemian refugees that are trying to come to America because they're all uh, drug dealers and gang members. Everybody that's of that color is a drug dealer right. and a gang banger. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he's like, not a like, racist, question mark? Like, like they're escaping the brutality of a dictator in the Bahamas? No, sir. <laughs> they have nowhere to go. Right. right. They have Their no island home. was decimated. Yes. And now he don't want to receive them because they are drug dealers and gangbangers. And way to get your base riled, too. That's the way to get your base riled up. That's right. exactly uh-huh. what it's for. Uh-huh. Coming up Fear. next. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At 34 after the hour, uh, Junior's here with his Trump predictions. Okay. What? Can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. Right after this. I've been this. thinking. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, uh, people are still shaking their head about uh, Trump's claim that Hurricane Dorian was uh, going to hit Alabama, and uh, they're also saying that Commerce Secretary, uh, the Commerce Secretary, threatened to fire people if they contradicted Trump's hurricane claim. Well, with all of that being said, Junior is here with more Trump predictions. Mm. Let's hear him, Junior. Yeah. Well, you know, Trump took the sharpie 
and extended the call yes. right. and said it's going to hit Alabama. Now, if you're willing to do that, <laughs> you gonna tell us all that we crazy. We see where Dorian's going, but you yeah. gonna tell that there's some most ignorant statements you'll make. Mm. <laughs> like for what? What? Netflix is going to make up with Monique. <laughs> uh, That's not gonna happen, Bobby. Now, now he'll say it. He'll say it. Here's another prediction he'll probably make. Uh. There will be an old school sadness party at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't been a black person in there since you been in there. <laughs> <laughs> you go another prediction. What you got? What? New Year's Day will now start on September 28th. <laughs> just just changing just like this. Flip it, yeah. If you think we believe that, okay. He go another. He'll probably make. Hmm. Black people will stop talking in movies. <laughs> yeah, black people, us. <laughs> at the movie theater. At the movie theater. He think we really gonna stop. He go another one. All black churches will cut their services down to 35 minutes That's and no longer. Not gonna happen. That ain't finna happen. Wrong, all. Mr. You're President. So wrong yeah. <laughs> he actually probably predict this. What? Ugly men in bars will no longer approach fine women. That'll never happen. In your life. <laughs> they coming. Oh, you bleed hey, they coming. What the hell we gonna do at the club? Yeah. <laughs> Here's probably another prediction. Snoop. Mike Tyson and Jandon Brown will all stop smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> and this probably what he really want to say. Trump will admit he has a man crush for Barack Obama. Yes. yes. Just go on to say it. Yeah. Go on to say it. Yeah. Go on to say it. Because he mentions him every day. Every day. He really say. is jealous yeah. of the love that Barack Obama yeah. had. Yes. Yes. He is. That's true. Why he just don't say it? Go ahead and say it. Here go one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Easter Bunny will now take over Christmas for Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Just lie. Just uh -huh. lie. But he predicting this. Chick-fil-A will now be open on Sunday. The hell ain't That's will. That's not going to happen. Uh -uh. That won't ever happen. Uh -huh. Oh, he'll probably going to confess. He probably going to predict this, too. Uh -huh. He'll confess OJ did it. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, Junior. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know wow. he ain't going to ever say that. Mm -mm. He'll never say that. Mega pastors will now fly commercial airlines. That's not going to happen. <laughs> talking about, about Yeah. You talking about Creflo? <laughs> Where you going to get on Delta and see Joel Osteen? Just tell <laughs> Apple will come out with an iPhone that costs $100. No, no that's not going to happen. Hell no. Oh, we have no. a thousand now. Uh, no, uh, that is wish. It, yeah. Is the no. iPhone 11 coming out today? It does? Yeah. Oh. It ain't $100. And, mm -mm, no. No. <laughs> and since he's so egotistical, 70 will be the new 20. <laughs> well, he's in his 70s. That's not true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cardi B and Nicki Minaj will do a buddy movie. <laughs> I'd like to see it, though. I ain't going to lie to you. How the hell they going to get on the same screen? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see More it, like though. A, yeah. Ain't nowhere in the world. Movie. <laughs> Junior been thinking. Uh -huh. I just been thinking just yeah. by some things he might predict. Uh-huh. He just uh -huh. might predict it. I don't know. Okay, mm. here go one. Spirit Airlines will now give you more leg room and fresh peanuts. <laughs> 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 Ain't no damn way in the world. <laughs> Ain't no way in the world they gonna do it. 
And here's the last one. Last one I got. What? DJ Khaled will produce a song without saying, we the best. And another one. And another oh, one. Hell, it ain't going to happen. I love it. Get this some things he may predict if like he think it. the Dory go hit Alabama. Like it when you think, yeah. Junior. Yeah, I, I like think. it. Mm-hmm. I like that. President mm-hmm. don't know. Junior stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I just be thinking. Wow. He's just going to prove that he was telling the truth. Getting, yeah. Getting folks fired. Yeah, you just lie. You just lie. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, thank you, Junior, for that. Coming up next, nephew in the building with a prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I can't help it. I'm a hater. Okay, well, All right. <laughs> I can't help it. I ain't right. mad at you being uh-huh. honest about Honest, it. yeah. All right. Uh, but right now, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Shirley, I got the Facebook bandit. Oh. Facebook bandit. Okay. All right. Cat dog, let's go. Facebook bandit. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Maurice. Yeah, this is Maurice. How you doing, man? My name is Dorsey. I'm trying to reach out to you. Uh, you you're on Facebook quite a bit. Am I? Am I right? I mean, I'm on the computer a lot, man. That's what I do. Okay. Um, my wife, for some reason, man, um, it seems that you've been having a lot of back and forth on Facebook with my wife, Denise. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, um, you know, at first it was kind of cute or whatever. You know, I'm seeing your name on the wall all the time. You keep in my wife back and forth. And I'm you, like, mean, you mean IMing, instant message? That's what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. So my thing is, what what is all this here with um with you and Denise? You know, okay, you're making these little, uh, you're making yo, these yo, little yo, comments. yo, yo. What you say your name was? My name Dorsey. Okay, Dorsey. Check this out, man. I got over fourteen hundred plus friends on Facebook. I don't know who your wife is. Okay. I okay. I don't I don't recall. I am in though Denise right now, and hey. I don't know who she is, man. I think okay, you got the well, wrong let me ask you this. Let me, let, me, let me bring it to you so we can refresh your memory. Because you're constantly asking her about how things used to be, uh, remember when we did this, remember when we did that. You know, it's a whole lot of remember this and that. And, and you're asking her, you know, about hooking up uh, whenever she got time. Okay, see, I don't even sure. do that, man. I don't even do that. I don't do that, man. I got too much to lose. I don't do nothing like that, man. You know, okay. I could, I could, I could have over thirty out of fourteen hundred friends, man. I could have over thirty Denises on there, man. Okay. Well, I tell you what, man. Are you telling all the Denises that you want to hook up with them? Are you telling all the Denises, remember this, remember that? I ain't telling nobody nothing, man. Look, I try to live my life as peaceful as possible, man. I, I'm not on that, okay? So I, you know, Darius, whatever your name is, man. I, name is Dorsey. And let me explain something to you, man. I didn't see pictures, brother, of uh, high school pictures of, of you and a group on the uh, on the site. So I know exactly what you look like, okay? You say me and who? I didn't see a group of you all that went to high school together. And evidently, you know, you one of these guys. So I'm, I'm finna figure out exactly which one you are. So what, I was tagged on a photo or something like that? However you want to call it. I don't know much about the damn All I'm letting you know is that I got a problem with you, Maurice, hitting my wife up trying to see about can she get out with you, can she do this, can she do okay, that. look, 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 Darius, Darius, you need hey, to go man, check it's your... Dorsey, man. It's Dorsey. I don't give a what your name is, man. First of all, I'm on the toilet, and you calling me early in the morning when I already got 
look, I'm peaceful, man. I, I don't even cuss no more, man. You done got me out of my out of my zone, man. Look, I don't know who your wife is. I don't be on Facebook like that. It stay up in the corner while I'm on a computer doing other shit. My wife so it looks like I'm Denise. on here. You understand me? My wife is Denise. You talking to Dorsey. You understand me? Now let me tell you something. If I see your on the wall, if I see you in and my wife, it's going to be some Maurice. You don't even know where I live, dude. Oh, Look, don't I don't know who that. you I will find that. If I found your number, don't think I won't find it. You right. You right. You right. You do got my number. How the hell did you get my number? Don't worry about that. You're going to be saying that when I get on your front doorstep. How the hell you find my address? Yeah, you come to my door and see what's going to happen, man. And when I you leave, you're going to be saying, why the hell did you whoop my That's what you're going to be saying. I got you. I got you. Come on. Hello? Well, I'm going to say this one more time, and I'm going to say it clear. Maurice, if I see your name on my computer dealing with my wife, Denise, again, I'm coming to your house, and I'm whooping your ass. Okay, look, look, Darius. I'm going to You listen. Man, it's Dorsey, man. Dorsey, I'm, I'm, I apologize. Dorsey, look, man, I feel for you. You know, I, I you know, it, it seems like your wife is... On the computer a lot, hey, she, she, I am in people, whatever, but I'm the wrong cat to talk to, man. You need to talk to your wife, man. You know, y'all need to settle that, man. Maybe y'all need to go to church, man, talk to the pastor or something, but I'm the wrong cat, man. All right, I'm going to tell you something, man. You keep talking about you feel for me, you understand. Let me tell you something. I feel for you. If I see your on my wife's computer one more time, if I see a baby picture, a high school picture, a high school sweetheart picture, I don't give a if you play football or ran track. If I see any picture, anything dealing with your name, Maurice, on my wife's computer, I'm kicking your Wow. 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 You know what, man? <laughs> I don't give a who you is, Darius, whoever the I can't even remember what the name is, man. Do not call my house no more. I don't know who your wife is. And you know what? My address is trail, man. You come on down here, Decatur, Georgia. You come. Man, I'm saying to you, get your You ought to give you a chance to talk. I told you where I live at. Now you bring your to my door and you see what happens. I got one more thing I want to say to you. Man, one you ain't got to say talk to me, man. Yes, I do, Maurice. Before I get in my car and head over there, I got one more thing I want to say. Is you listening? I'm hanging up. Are you listening to me? What the f you got to say? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Chris. <laughs> Wait, Hello? Man. Wait, you say who? Who? <laughs> this is Nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy Chris got me to prank phone call you, dog. Facebook account, man. <laughs> wow. Let me ask you, man, what is what is the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. What y'all think? Facebook bad. You play too much. What do you too mean? Much? What do we all think? Right. All right. You know what we think. I'm just saying it's stupid in order. That's all I want to know. Yeah. I just want to make sure it's in all. I got to thank Greenville, North Carolina. Okay. Went down there this past Saturday, did a show, 2,500 seated. The boy, the nephew sold that thing out at the convention sold center. Out. 65 minutes 
flat-footed, mm-hmm. the nephew put it down. And I'm proud of that. So, you know. All good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, the kings, you know, tell them you're getting ready to do something. So, you know, I know Unk going to want you know me what, to be with D- huh? I know, but the mm. justice is doing something, too. Get on that one. <laughs> the, ju- the justice? The justice. The justice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can be on wow. that one. Oh, I want to be with the king. Well, you're a fool. Okay. Mm. <laughs> well, Greensboro. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I ain't a king yet, but I'm I'm going I'm I'm working at it. Mm-hmm. Okay, like a prince. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm. Okay, that's cool. September twenty first, mm. uh, the nephew coming to Greensboro, <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> Carolina Theater, baby, mm. get ready. Greensboro. Matter of fact, call Greenville and find out what happened. Oh. I promise you, they gonna tell you exactly that the nephew was a fool. I'm coming to Greensboro. That's the twenty first up twenty first of September. Carolina Theater, tickets on sale right now. And what are you mmming about, Steve? Oh, you, know, you know, the king ums. That's what they do. Because mm. if he um woman. Mm. I know. It's mm. like, what are you hemming mm. and hawing over there for? What's going on with you? Nothing. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Well, thank you, nephew. Up next, it is the strawberry letter subject. I can't help it. I'm a hater. We'll get into <laughs> it <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on sex, on dating, on work, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. You could be, uh, we could be reading your letter on the air, and you could be hearing your letter on the air, because we're going to read it right here, right now. Let's do it. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Subject, I can't help it. I'm a hater. Uh, dear Stephen Shirley, every time I say that, you laugh, Scarlett. I know. Dear Stephen Shirley, I love myself very much, and I love most of my family, but I developed this deep, dark hatred for my sister. You see, my sister has the life I prayed for. I turned to God and asked God to bless me with a husband with all the qualities her husband has. God gave this wonderful man to my sister, and my sister has never prayed for anything. She did not even want to be in a relationship when she met her husband. He is a good man, and they are talking about starting a family soon. She prayed for nothing. She's not very religious, and she sins all the time. But God still gave her the life I prayed for. Because of that, I developed this deep jealousy for her, and it just turned to hate. It's hard for me to be in the same room with my sister and her husband. They made a joke recently about me being single and in my mid-30s, so it caused me to hate her even more. I have a lot of friends that are in relationships and married, but I don't feel this way about them. I have a little jealousy towards them, but it's not as bad. I've dated a few guys here and there, but they aren't looking for a serious relationship. And after I sleep with them, there is usually no more communication after okay. that. Uh, I'm not picky at all, but I haven't gotten anywhere in my prayers for a good man. My sister has received all of my blessings with her sinful self. I'm losing my faith now because God ignores me. I am still single with no real possibilities of finding love. Please tell me how I can get back on track with my faith and stop hating my sister for having the ideal life that's mine. Mm. Wow. All right, well, first of all, you lied to us, okay? In the very first line, you lied to us in this letter. It says, Dear Stephen Shirley, I love myself very much. No, you don't. No, you don't. 
And this letter is full of receipts that prove you don't love or respect yourself at all. For instance, self-respect. You say uh, you're not picky at all. You're not looking. Guys aren't looking for a serious relationship and after you sleep with them. So sounds like you're just sleeping with guys. Uh, They don't communicate after all, and that's okay with you. You couldn't love yourself and let yourself be treated this way, okay? So contradictions all in this letter. This letter is not about your sister. You got to understand that. This letter is about you your relationship with God, your trust of God. You're judgmental. You're not supposed to be judgmental. You know that. You're hateful. You don't understand. You don't understand what's for you is for you, okay? God loves us all the same. It's What's for you is for you. Don't you know you're supposed to be happy for your sister, that she's happy with her husband, she's happy in her marriage, and, and your friends that are married, you're hating on them too. You're supposed to be happy for them. Not saying they got all my blessings. Those are their blessings, okay? They're not your blessings. You are a miserable person. You're a miserable person. You hate yourself and you hate everyone else around you. You're looking at their lives and wondering why you don't have that. Maybe that's why, because you're too busy paying attention to what they got going on and not paying attention to what you have going on. This... Girl, get it together. That's your sister. You're not supposed to be hating on her like that or anyone else for that matter. Learn how to love yourself first, and then you can love other people. It won't be so hard. Steve? Wow. This letter right here, this crazy. Yeah. It's got so much crazy stuff in it. It does. It, it just starts crazy. Uh, Shirley, uh, you said something about she lied in the letter. She doesn't love herself very much. I agree with you, but let me let me let me take a different look at this. I love myself very much, right there. And then you said, and I love most of my family, but right, what, what? How, wait a minute, hold up. Yeah. When you remember how your mama told you, once you say but, it negates everything you said prior that to went that. Before it, right. I love myself very much, and I love most of my family, but I've developed this deep, dark hatred for my sister. It, this whole block statement is filled with contradiction. I love myself very much. I love most of my family. I've developed a deep, dark hatred for my sister. Wow, okay, well, you see, you're tripping. Big time. You see, my sister has the life I prayed for. No, she don't. Mm-mm. No, okay, if your sister has the life you prayed for, do you understand how this works right here? You've hated your sister so much that the life you prayed for, God gave it to her. Because you so doggone hateful, why would he give it to you with your heart filled with all this hate you got? You ain't going to be able to treat it right. I turned to God and asked God to bless me with a husband with all the qualities her husband had. God gave this wonderful man to my sister. This man didn't want you. (laughs) The man didn't want you. You just said in your letter. When you sleep with men, after you sleep with them, it's no communication. Mm, mm, mm. Not only don't this man want you, but none of the men you slept with want you. Girl, 
Girl, I, I got so much to pick out of this letter. I know. All right, well, hold it right there, Steve. Hold it right there. I know this letter is upsetting. It is because she's crazy. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Today's subject, I can't help it. I'm a hater. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, I can't help it. I'm a hater. It's yeah. hard to recap. Here's a woman whose sister has the life she want, and now she hate her sister. Mm-hmm. And she mad at God. She said, y- your sister has the life I prayed for. I turned to God. I asked God to bless me with a husband, with all the qualities her husband has. God gave this wonderful man to my sister. My sister has never prayed for anything. How you know? Yeah, you don't know that. How do you know your sister ain't prayed for nothing? She did not even want to be in a relationship when she met her husband. That's usually how it happens. Love just walks up to you. She wasn't out there looking for nothing. She wasn't hunting. She got found. He's a good man, and they talking about starting a family. That's what people do when they get married and they in love with each other. She prayed for nothing. How do you know that? She's not very religious. How do you know that? And she sins all the time. Everybody do. Mm. <laughs> okay. Everybody do. We all what what you, you, you tripping? <laughs> so yeah, she prayed for nothing. She's not very religious. And she sins all the time. You just described everybody else. <laughs> including your damn self. Yes. But God still gave her the life I prayed for. God ain't finna give you nothing because you too hateful. Come on. Because of that, I developed this deep jealousy for her. Uh Uh-oh, you hateful and you jealous for her, and it just turned to hate. Let me ask you something. When you typed this letter, did you read it? (laughs) Did you you read this? (laughs) I swear to God. This letter's so damn crazy. She doesn't get it, Steve. There is not a breath in this letter. There's not a line where you breathe. Mm -mm. Because of that, I developed this deep jealousy for her and it turned into hate. It's hard for me. Listen, every letter is filled with hate. It's hard for me in the same room with my sister and her husband. Mm. They made a joke recently. Uh Uh-oh, some levity. Here comes some levity, y'all. They made a joke recently about me being single and in my mid-30s. So it caused me to hate her even more. Oh, the damn wow. joke. <laughs> you's a hateful helper. You Can hate I tell you, right you something? Yeah. You is a hateful helper, man. She's just filled with it. Yeah. Then here we go. Uh-oh, here's a bright spot. I have a lot of friends that are in relationships and married. That's a bright spot. Mm-hmm, Ready? Mm-hmm. But I don't feel the same way about them. <laughs> oh, I have a little jealousy towards them, but it ain't as bad. I only half hate they ass. <laughs> <laughs> she is a miserable. Well, she got half here we hate. go. You ready for some more? Come I've on, dated a few it. guys here and there, but they aren't looking for a serious relationship. And after I sleep with them, there's usually no more communication after that. Wow. Mm. Oh, mm. Damn. So now you so you so hateful. You your your sex ain't even good. <laughs> he said Man. it too truly. Don't be mad. You have hateful sex. <laughs> Get in here. What is hateful here. sex sound you like? Have hate, take it. Want me? Take it. Get it and love me. <laughs> is you loving me yet? <laughs> you want to stay with me the rest of your life? 
<laughs> Take this thing I'm giving you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Want to go buy me a ring now? <laughs> April 6th. Wow. I've dated a few guys, serious relationships. I sleep with them. There's usually no more communication after. I'm not picky at all. What? So now you sleeping with anybody. Anything. But I haven't gotten anywhere in my prayers for a good man. Okay, excuse me. Where in your prayers for this good man does God tell you to go out and sleep with men that you ain't even picky or particular about and have sex with them, which ain't going to be good sex because you you have angry sex. <laughs> You're evil. You you have hateful sex. What I told you I wanted you to do. I don't want no more from you. My sister has received all my blessings. No, she didn't. Your sister got the blessings that God was going to give her. What God has for her is not for you. God ain't gave nothing to her that he intended to give to you. He's not giving you nothing because you hateful. My sister received all my blessings with her sinful self. Uh, wow. Mm. I am losing my faith now because God ignores me. You don't have no faith. You ain't losing it. It's gone. God ain't in you at all. You've taken, you've removed the space for God to exist in you with hatred. I'm still single with no real possibilities of finding love. And because of that statement right there, you never will. You keep putting negativity out in the universe and you expect positivity to return. Are you are you crazy? Please tell me how I can get back on track with my faith. You need to go to a good faith-based church just like Joel Osteen say. You need to pick up your Bible. You need to stop hating your sister. You have the life that you've thought and prayed yourself to. Let me give you a scripture right quick. James 4 and 3 says, You ask and receive not. Because you ask amiss. You know what that means? When you keep asking God for something and God don't give it to you, it's because you keep asking with the wrong uh, intentions. That's you, right. You know she with hates the wrong, you. The wrong motivation. Let's Your whole motivation in life is wrong. That's why God ain't going to bless you. Because you so hateful. <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> and don't nobody want no hateful sex. <laughs> All right, guys, email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Just hateful sex. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. And coming up at 46 after the hour, we'll tell you how to come party with us at the Sand and Soul Music Festival in Cancun, Mexico, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let the people know it is coming. It is coming in October. All right, y'all, listen to this. Sand and Soul. Woo! We had 4,000 people last year down in the DR. Things happened in the DR. We moved it to a beautiful place in Cancun, Mexico, at the Moon Palace Resort. You can go to Steve Harvey Sand and Soul and check it out. But I tell you what you're going to do. I'm going to give you a chance to get it. I've thrown in a big discount for anybody that wants to go at the last minute. Once again... To take advantage of our special discount, call this number, 1-800-684-2825. Y'all just get on the phone. Just check it out. I'm telling you, it's a big deal. And keep talking. Try to ask for more. 1-800-684-2825. It's all inclusive, y'all. If you've been trying to figure out a way to do it, this is it. This special right here is as good as it gets. We've got a special going on now through Friday that our phone operators are waiting to tell you about. So if your pockets were just a little bit tight after this summer, getting them kids back in school, 
You've been trying to figure it out. I got a special right here. This about as good as it gets. We got all-inclusive everything. Foods, drink, live performances, comedy, pool parties, celebrities, you name it. Come on, y'all. Enjoy yourself with us. Columbus Day weekend. Once again, the number to call to take advantage of this very special discount, 1-800-684-2825. 1-800-684-2825. If you call that number, I'm telling you, it's going to be a deal that you won't be able to beat. I can't do no better than this. I'm just trying. I'm just trying. I done tried. <laughs> 1-800-684-2825. That's all you got to do. That's what we're trying to do. Do you understand? October 10th through the 14th. Yes. <laughs> Steve Harvey saying the soul.com. Y'all call right now. 1-800-684-2825. Operators are standing by to take this very special discount call. 1-800-684-2825. Saying the soul. We're going to be jammed. All right, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll be there. I'm we can't gonna be wait. There. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Party. Yes. Woo. Margaritas. Hola. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've been to uh, Cancun, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute, mm-hmm. so it'll be fun to go back. See all the people. We love Hang the out. people. Yeah. Who? I'm going to brush up on balls. my Spanish. Sigal. Uh-huh. I ain't brushing up on no damn Spanish. I'm not leaving the resort. <laughs> I remember when Steve used to remember Tommy when Steve had the Spanish teacher come. Oh man. That was all he wanted to learn was the cuss words in Spanish. (laughs) All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, an anti-LGBT group is boycotting Whole Foods. We all know Whole Foods, the chain, the grocery chain, Whole Foods. Uh Uh, They're saying that Whole Foods is indoctrinating children into transgenderism and homosexuality by hosting a storytelling hour with drag queens. Uh, The group is called One Million Moms. It has previously protested Toy Story 4 for presenting a lesbian couple, issued the call to action on its website after a drag queen story hour took place at a public library in Atlanta. Uh, Whole Foods drag queen story hour, One Million Moms, uh, Atlanta mayor Keisha Bottoms appeared at Pride Month edition of Drag Queen Story Hour with Miss Terracotta Sugarbaker. And uh, uh, she was joined, they were joined at the event. Uh, after the initial complaints, the storytelling session was allegedly removed from the library's public calendars listings, but was not canceled. Now, Drag Queen Story Hours, guys, have taken place at libraries nationwide. This has been going on for the past few years. Uh, They've had colorful performers reading fairy tales and other age-appropriate stories, but opponents attack the events as uh, inappropriate for children. They're saying that children shouldn't be seeing this. They say the disturbing events involve men dressed up as women who read LGBTQ-themed books to young children under the guise of performing a public service. Now, One Million Moms, this is their claim. They say some drag queens have admitted their goal is to groom the next generation. The group warned that those who continue to shop at Whole Foods, they are supporting child exploitation, which this corporation apparently contributes to and endorses. I got to, I think, I think, uh, 
Whole Foods has really good uh, grass-fed beef. You know they do. Speaking of grass, I got to cut my mama yard this weekend. What? You cutting her grass this weekend? Yeah. I'm going to cut her yard. I laid down some turf at mine. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you save a lot of time. That way you ain't got to cut the grass. We're talking about lawn? Yeah. That's a nice turf they got in the uh, Superdome at the Saints play on. You know that? That's good turf. Yeah, From last I, like, night, I ain't never got tackled on that before. I always played on natural grass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? <laughs> We're talking yeah. about one million moms, their group. Yeah, their queen story. They hour. want uh, people in Atlanta to boycott Whole Foods. Because of the drag queen story hour they had. Didn't I say I was cutting my mama yard? Didn't I say that to you? Yeah, you did. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what I mm-hmm. You know what? What you do when your back itch in the middle? Like, do you? Go I got a home? back scratcher. I still have them. Yeah. He talking about dry skin. I know. Um, yeah. You got I used, I used to do little Tommy story. <laughs> <laughs> it was good too. You were dressed as Steve. Okay, in other news, um, (laughs) I'm I'm just going to, yeah, NBA star Blake Griffin uh, has uh, roast Caitlyn Jenner at the Alec Baldwin Comedy Central roast. Um, Take a listen. Look, for real, I I know we're all here making fun of Caitlyn, but honestly, I want to take this moment to publicly thank you. Uh, As an athlete, I want to thank you for your bravery. Um, And as a a human, I want to thank you for the doors you've opened. And on behalf of the entire NBA and half of the rappers on the Billboard charts, I want to thank you for giving your daughters their daddy issues. Wow. Mm. My mama had a daughter. Yeah, my mama had a daughter. I got one. I got a daughter. Yeah. So I guess these, guess these stories is just stories y'all don't want us to comment on. And we and we damn sure ain't gonna do it. Yeah, this this has been a uh, save your career segment. <laughs> this has uh, been a, these last two stories have been comment if you want to. You notice we know how to hit the stop sign. Boy, oh, no. Somebody listening gonna have a problem with any of these damn jokes y'all do about these subjects right here. This is calling. Help right. a comedian keep a career. <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> with my more <laughs> of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. To... <laughs> Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. <laughs> I ain't going back and forth. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here's something we can all comment on or, or think about. If you could be the best player in any sport, what sport would that be? We all know the NFL is the most popular sport football of course that's the most popular sport in the land but the players are mostly unseen because they wear helmets okay Mm -hmm. and they get hit a lot uh not ideal nba players have a good gig uh but playing basketball still involves a lot of running around you know a lot of running so guys if you were the to be the best player in any sport what would that be steve it be basketball. I don't give a damn what that survey said. <laughs> <laughs> You'd run around. Talk about all that damn running around. What you want to do? What sport? <laughs> I want to be no damn baseball player. Get what? out there every now and then. You out there every third inning. I might want to be out there for that. 
What about you, Junior? I want to be no damn hockey. I'm going to run my ass up into that wall. We fighting, partner. <laughs> some teeth will be knocked out. Sitting up here and play no dry-ass soccer. One to nothing. Been out here 98 minutes running up and down. I ain't even kicked the damn ball. Kick him in. Just get this ball in this net best way you can. Throw it in there. <laughs> what about you, Junior? I'm <laughs> up. Basketball. Uh-huh. And the ladies that come with it. Oh, okay. All right. Oh. Okay. What? Probably, what probably me, honestly, about, uh, about sumo wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, at least you naked halfway in. <laughs> Three quarter. All right. All right. Uh, coming up, more fun, more music, more ignorance on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, President Trump took to Twitter to bash uh, justice for all uh, for not giving him and the Republicans credit for passing the First Step Act uh, when all of the people pushing so hard for criminal justice reform were unable to come even close to getting it done. They came to me as a group and asked for my help, he wrote. After bragging about getting it done and saying that President Barack Obama couldn't come close, then he started in on John Legend. Guys like boring music uh, musician John Legend and his filthy mouth wife are talking now about how great it is, but I didn't see them around when we needed help getting it passed. Are you kidding me? Mm, <laughs> wow. This is from wow. the President of the United wow. States. Uh, then I hate to tell you this, then your last six buildings. Yeah, well, yeah. They, they mostly were bankrupt, wasn't they? But John Legend. I'm going to just tell you the truth now. And John Legend yeah. has made money, man. And he's a great Very, very musician. successful. Yeah. yeah. But, but he's the, an activist. Yes. But, yeah. Right. And that's but the issue. The, but, the, but the fact that the President of the United States has time. And how do you say something negative about his wife? Come on, We're not dude. Gonna talk about how wives. low can you go? But you know Chrissy Teigen now. She is not going to let yes. that stand. She will clap back. Uh, she clapped back at the president. She tweeted, LOL, what a blank, blank B word. <laughs> Tagged everyone but me. And honor, Mr. President. She went in. Yeah, she well, did. I mean, since she wanted nasty mouth, here it is. Yeah. yeah now, this is yeah. according to TMZ. Trump blocked Chrissy Teigen on Twitter back in 2017. The federal appeals court has since ruled Trump can't block people from his official Twitter account, but it's unclear if he has un- unblocked Chrissy. John Legend posted a message to uh, Melania Trump to basically come get her man and give him the attention and praise he's so desperately craving. <laughs> 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 Wow. Well, see, see right now? Yeah. Oh, cause, cause see, what you don't do is you can't come for a cat's wife now. No. It's all but you know, man, this president, did you hear this stuff? He don't want the bohemian refugees that are trying to come to America because mm-hmm. they're all uh, drug dealers and gang members. Everybody that's of that color is a drug dealer America. and a gang banger. Yeah. Yeah, like, and he's like, not a like, racist, question mark? Like, like they're escaping the brutality of a dictator in the Bahamas? No, sir. <laughs> they have nowhere to go. Right, right. they have Their no island home. was decimated. Yes. And now he don't want to receive them because they are drug dealers and gangbangers. And way to get your base riled, too. That's the way to get your base riled up. That's right. exactly uh-huh. what it's for. Uh-huh. Coming up Fear. next. Mm-hmm. Coming up our last break of the day and some closing remarks from Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, last break of the day. Another fine day on the Steve Harvey Morning Absolutely. Show. Yeah, thank you so much yeah, for listening. Is. We appreciate your business every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. We love you. All right, Steve, you're up. Closing remarks. What you got? Yeah, uh, you know, um, more and more I try to share things that I learn as I pick them up. You know, um, I try to... Uh, you know, when I'm talking to people about my faith and my walk, I, I guess I use myself as an example because I, I want to, I try to simplify it for people because, man, so many people uh, get turned off with uh, traditional religion. And there's nothing wrong with church, man. I think that church is one of the great institutions uh, that that's that's ever been around, you know, but some people can't get there and some people get turned off by people in the church when it's really the relationship with God that you try to foster. But there are some people in churches that can be quite a turnoff in you trying to find the peace you're looking for in your life or the answers you're looking for in your life because you go to this building and somebody in the building ain't really a, a good uh example of Christian or whatever your faith is and all of a sudden they come in they they did they they full of more devil than being at a club sometimes so what what I what I try to offer people uh through my own little uh form of testimonies to show you that you can have this walk with God just the way you are that you don't have to try to fix yourself to have this relationship that you got to start somewhere and God, God deal with regular people all the time. God just don't deal with the, the, the people that consider themselves holy. God deal with regular people. God take regular people and turn them into heroes. God take regular people. The Bible is full of stories of regular people that God uh, used as an example. People who showed extraordinary uh, ex- exhibitions of faith and hope. And so I just try to share with people stuff that I learned along the way. Uh, One of the things I was learning, man, was I had to really learn to accept each day just as it came to me. And that's what I want to share with you today. You got to, people, we got start accepting the day as it comes to you. Do not waste your time and energy wishing for a different set of circumstances because it's not going to happen. Do you know how much time and energy you burn wishing things weren't the way they were? Do you know how much time and energy you wished hoping something was different and there's no way it can be different? We spending too much time with that. You gotta accept the things in the day that you can't do anything about. And, 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 and remember you, and remember something, man, that instead of that, start trusting in the process that, that God has a special design and a special purpose for you. Even with these difficulties, man, you got to trust in the process. His plan for you is different from my plan. It's different from your mother's plan. It's different from all your friends' plans. But don't, so don't, spend that much time and energy like so many of us do like I've done I can't count the times I did it man wishing certain circumstances 
weren't the circumstances, but they are. It is what it is. Now, what you going to do about it? This could be an opportunity for you to get closer to God. Sometimes trials and tribulations and things come our way because God just wants us to be closer to him. You know how people get aggravated all the time? People kill me when they say this. He went to prison. He found the Lord. He had to wait till he went to prison and found the Lord. Okay. Okay. But he found him, though. See, everybody ain't got to go to prison to find him. You know how I found him? I found him living in a car. You know how else I found him? I found him when he took everything from me twice. You know how I found him? I found him after two divorces, man, when when, when, when it just looked like I wasn't going to rise no more. And guess what? I keep finding him over and over and over again. I keep finding how great he really is. Every time a hardship come in my life, I find out a little bit more about it. I find out just how powerful, how forgiving, how loving, how merciful, how graceful he really is. Every time something happened, when they write me off and he lift me up again, I keep finding out about him every day I wake up how good he really is. So don't worry about the brother that go to prison and find him. Now he want to tell me about the Lord. He been sitting in the cell. Well, maybe that's what it took. Maybe that's what it took. But the same thing it took for him to find the Lord, something going to happen to you to make you find him too. And sometimes, like I say, you need them trials and them tribulations to get you in a better place. These trials and tribulations ain't to break you and to destroy you. It's to strengthen you. You need all of this to draw you closer. You think about it. You wouldn't even go to God if you didn't need him. Must be talking to myself. I know I wouldn't have. If everything went right for me my whole life, you think I'd be talking to God all the time? No. Because I got everything. But I need him, though. And it pushed me to him. And I'm glad it did. So remember, stop tripping about your circumstances, man. Get yourself in contact with your creator. God loves you. He wants a relationship with you. Sometimes these trials and tribulations is to get that relationship Okay, those are my closing remarks. Hope I ain't step on nobody's toes. Y'all have a great weekend. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you, okay? For sure. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 